Hello, and welcome to the first I'm on my period piece of 2021. Whoa. Can you believe it, ladies and gents? We're in a new year. Damn. Vampire Weekend said this would happen, and I didn't believe them. (laughs) It actually arrived. Yeah. uh, So this is the new year, and I don't feel any different. Uh, as Ben Gibbard said. Oh, boy. You, you had to drag that one up, huh? Uh, I feel great. <laughs> yeah, no, I do actually feel different. Uh, it's, uh, I'd be sleeping. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sleep's that's, like that bit. I'm like hibernating, frankly. Yeah, no, I think that's um, extremely healthy and yeah. what your body wants to happen in the winter. Yeah, and did you know that hiber comes from evale, which is winter? Mm-hmm. Yeah, things I learned. That all makes sense. Yeah. That all checks out. Anyways, well, um, other than sleeping, should we sync up about the rest oh, of our lives? sure, yeah. What have you been up to? Um, thank you for asking. You're um, welcome. You know, I've been really focusing on being uh, nice to myself. Oh, um, that's lovely. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a really cool girl, and I deserve it. Yeah. Um, so I've been walking a lot mm-hmm. and um, uh, hiking with my husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's great. Hiking, yeah, hiking is cool. Um, I've never really done it. I mean, it's just, it's a combo such. of like walking and climbing. Yeah. Uh, and it's cool the climbing areas. bit that scares me. It's really not hard. Okay. It's not hard. Nowhere in this town is it going to be like, you know. Mountain climbing. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Very that. Um, I made a really good coconut milk cho- uh, braised chicken dish. Um, I made pasta from scratch. Mm, how was it? Uh, delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very good. Um, been reading a ton. You know, I'm just doing me. That's um, nice. That's nice. Yeah. That's, I, I, I am at first blush a lot more boring these days, but I'm, uh, L-I-V-I-N. Yeah. <laughs> L-I-V-I-N. L-I-V-I-N. How the hell are you? Um, I'm doing pretty well. You know, again, uh, not so interesting in terms of like, uh, what I'm doing to the outside world. I did tell you I had a goal to read 30 books this year and I was like, I know that's not impressive. And you were like, who are you trying to impress? And I'm like, damn, that's a good point. Yeah. No um, one actually cares, which is uh, sad and liberating. No, it's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, I, I was delighted this evening when you arrived with, Oh my goodness. The golden Turkey. Um, listener, uh, let me tell you, it's sad and ultimately happy tale of, uh, What's the word? Reunion, I guess. Yeah, I would say. Last year, Target... Two years ago? ago? I think so. That's right. Target had um, a bunch of, you know, Thanksgiving stuff that was really extra, including a big platter that said, Get her! Um, (laughs) Supposed to be gather, but the kerning was a little off. It was get her. (laughs) And so it was get her. This was also um, the death rattle of the gold set around. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Uh, They saw this one and they said, okay, well, we've actually... We've done it. They jumped the shark here. No more. Yeah. Um, they made a gold set around in the shape of a little turkey. A little cooked turkey, to be clear. This is not <laughs> like not a like... living, gorgeous, plumed out turkey. No. They took like the shittiest, tiniest <laughs> rotisserie turkey and then we're like, scale it down even further. But it's like, it's close <laughs> enough to the size of a real turkey. Or like the size of a chicken. Like it's like small than a rotisserie chicken. It's a grocery store chicken. chicken. <laughs> and they gilded that bitch. <laughs> and we laughed about it every time we were at the store. I think because it just so jumped the shark in terms of like cute well, gold set around. Like what was the point of this? What was the point of it? How did this get greenlit? And we and kept thinking like, about like. Cute! Right. And we kept thinking like who could we give this to? Would this be like a funny thing to give Adam when he hosts Friendsgiving? 
ultimately we didn't buy it. And then when we... We also assumed that Target would bring it back the next year. Yeah. And they no. didn't. And so last year, I was just full of regrets. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I had so much doubt about my decision not to oh, buy yeah. that turkey. And the thing was, too, it was like, wasn't it like $30? Yeah. It was like just that threshold of like, I'm not going to pay $30 for this stupid turkey. Right. You know, mm-hmm. until I knew how much it meant to me. Right. <laughs> And but then, that's the thing about these things is that, like, when you want it, the universe will conspire to help you find it. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Um, I I did a little, like, Googling, uh, like, target threshold gold turkey, target gold turkey accent, like, trying to find these things. I found one Etsy shop that was selling one of them. And when I got there, it was like, another person has this in their cart. And I kicked that person to the curb to the curb, and kept kicking. <laughs> I Not bought today, that bitch, bitch so fast <laughs> and, like, kept checking the porch for it, like, every day. <laughs> and it's funny. You and I, you casually mentioned, oh, shoot, I have a surprise for you the other day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's funny. And then you, like, let it go. And I didn't think about it again. And then you showed up today with your hand behind your back. And you're like, I've got a surprise for you. The way I cackled. I was so happy. I was with delighted. That. I almost like cried tears. It was so oh funny to me. Oh my goodness! Yay! Um, yeah. No, I just think it should be like this is your year with the turkey. This is my year with the turkey. And yeah. We'll just, we'll just yeah. hand it back and forth. You It'd know, be fun. Yeah. yeah, I love that. I think it's a, a great sisterhood of the traveling turkey. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, so uh, other than that, not a lot going on. Today was my first work day of twenty twenty one because the girls' school was closed yesterday, and. I took the girls to their school because they, like, left it open for us to, like, go look at their classrooms. And that's where I sent you Tig's posters about her Christmas party that she wrote, like, with <laughs> Christmas party with hot chocolate with marshmallows and candy canes. And, like, oh, yeah. like <laughs> chocolates. Yeah, chocolate. <laughs> I didn't even think about the way she oh, spelled that's that. that's why I was laughing. I was like, uh-oh, that child straight up put clitoris <laughs> on that page. <laughs> but the way she spelled Christmas, too, is, like, C-R-I-S-M-I-S. I love Christmas. The way that, like, early writers because they do things. it right, actually. It's so cute. To be perfectly honest with you. Yeah. Her first attempt at spelling party was P-A-R-T-E-E. And I was like, I love it. It should be spelled that way. Party. It was so cute. Um, so we looked at that. And then we went to Marigold's new classroom. And Ingrid and Henry came and joined us. And we played on the playground for a little while. And then um, I got to school to pick her up today. She was supposed to be moving up to the next class. And her teacher was like, well, um... Marigold and I have been discussing um, her moving up to the new class today because uh, it was not met positively. Uh, and she was screaming and was mad. Like, she wanted to go play with her friend in the big girl classroom. But then she would, like, realize Miss Kiki was in the other classroom. Aww. And she loves Miss Kiki. Kiki! And so she was screaming for Kiki. So she spent about half the day in each room. And Hannah was like, so we're just, it's an ongoing discussion. And I was like, what are you discussing with a 20-month-old? She has, like, but four I words. I kind it's of so love cute. that, though. They're it's giving so her sweet. agency. It's so sweet. Like, I love that school. And, um, because, yeah, she's, she doesn't have, like, um, a lot of vocabulary, but she's like learning. She knows new the words. important stuff like doggy. Oh my god, doggy, doggy! Before you came over, I put her down at her normal time, but she stayed in her crib like talking for like a solid hour, like not mad. Just I heard her in there going na na, doggy, doggy, 
Oh my god, she's practicing. Yeah, it was so sweet. Oh my god. She's really at this like golden age. Like I love toddlers. I think they're so funny. The the way they move their little bodies. It's so it's goofy. like reckless. <laughs> it really is. She they she fall like, all the time. Ran into the room like belly first. Yes. And then like sort of kind of balancing it by yeah. like jiggling the yes. entire and just they like, tip over. All the time. It's the funniest thing <laughs> to so me. so funny. They're like little bowling pins. Yes. Oh, my God. And, like, she will just, like, be running in the playground and fall and then just, like, stand up. And, I mean, it looks like, oh, wow, that looks like that was painful. Like, she just ate it. And then she's just back up on her feet running again. I'm like, dang. Well, also, they, I mean, they have, They're like, kind of rubbery. They're rubbery. And they also have, like, just the best cushion in terms mm-hmm. of, like... Mm-hmm a diaper oh yep true yep and i think that their little kneecaps don't like fully solidify until they're a little bit bigger. Oh, interesting yeah so it doesn't like hurt as bad when they like land on their knee but anyways man adorable things happening over here uh but God, yeah i was really i was glad to have some space you know like i love my kids but i love when they're at school sure that's so like makes sense i got to think about other things today so you um you missed that for most people's first day work day of twenty twenty one <laughs> that Slack and Zoom went down. Zoom too? Yeah, I didn't realize. Oh my later, god! But uh, I just want to go on the record and saying that I think that is absolutely delicious. Oh my god! Um, it was nothing but a favor to me. And oh, there was another tool we use called Notion that went down right after um, Slack came back up. It's a me. So I didn't know about Zoom either. And this is woohoo, but like. It felt extremely like the universe being like, you should work less. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I saw, I think I sent you that tweet that was like, somebody posted a picture of like the TV cart in elementary school and it said the intern responsible for the simulation, um, is drunk. I was like hung over today. Was so that it's what one of those kind about? of days. Yeah. Yeah. People took the slack being down for three hours that intensely. Oh, no, it was just like a joke. Oh yeah. 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 No, I mean. It- Although there is a whole section of TikTok, TikTok called glitch talk where people talk about <laughs> glitches in the simulation and wow. Oh, I would like to see that it's please. It's kind of kooky. Some of it's like, ooh, like, but some of it I'm like, okay, that's like easily explainable. Sure. Just, you know, but there was this one I watched the other day with this woman. She's, like, in the Marines or something. or She was on a boat, and she's in the armed forces. I'm assuming it's Marines. And she was talking about how they have, like, these name tags bolted onto their bunks. Mm-hmm. And they have, like, a holder, and then your, like, name tag is, like, pretty, like, it's tight in there. And she saw hers on the ground and, like... Was she was like with her friend talking to her, and she's like, "That's so weird. I wonder how it like fell off the." And she went to go put it back in its holder, and the holder wasn't there. And then she said, "Like truly, it was like I blinked, and then it was back there. Like it was back on." And the, and she's like, "These things are like heavy duty bolted. Like there's no way." Like she said, the the holes that it would have been attached on weren't even there. And she was like, she said something about the. There was some experiment that the army did, like, during World War II about, like, teleportation or something. Let and me she's tell like, you. Yeah. <laughs> there, well, there's there are some documents that are, uncla- are declassified <laughs> now that you really should take a look at. Have you looked at them? Uh, yeah. No, there was one that was on um, essentially like explaining a simulation, or it might have been more of, like, a metaphysical thing. I haven't, like, fully read through it. But um, there's some surprising things out there. Yeah, no. Honestly, the older I get, the more I'm like, I don't know shit. Yeah. But I also feel like I'm okay not knowing all the shit. Oh, sure, sure. I'm not on on a huge quest to, like, that doesn't hold a lot of interest for me. It's like, it doesn't, what good would it be for me to know, you know? Yeah. Well, unless you could have a little more agency in your life. Right, true. Then sure. True. Um, (laughs) 
the glitch talk thing, interesting. I'm going to look that up because I think about, um, someone had said, like, have you ever seen your neighbors bring in groceries? Yes, I saw that. And I was like, not once in my life. Yes. Ever. Yeah. Um, Kooky. Yeah, which, um, you know, maybe I'll see that soon now because I'll be, I'll make out my eyes peeled for it now. Right. Anyway. Weird. Um, it's a weird thing. Life is a weird little mystery, isn't it? Yeah. Life is a mystery. Um, anyways, we did not even say at the top what oh, movie we yeah, watched. Oh, yeah. No, we certainly didn't. We watched, uh, if you can believe it, it came out in 2020. Emma 2020. Emma 2020. And with the period. And the period is for a period piece, apparently. Uh, which, it, that's goofy. That's, that to me, is so like, goofy. have more respect for me than I just thought that. it was a cool stylistic choice. But. I know, but it's like. We, yeah, we know it's a period piece. I don't see people walking around like that right now. Emma, period. Got so, it. Anyways, this is the last thing I saw in theaters. <clears throat> this was your last one? Yeah. I saw it with my friend Celeste. Um, and she had never read or seen any Emma anything. So she, like, went in cold to oh, what know a delight the story. For her. And she was like, very confusing. No, she was like, I loved it. But she's seen Clueless. And when I told her okay. at the end, like, this is what Clueless is based on, she was like, oh, my God. And once you know that, it's really fun. It, like, unlocks another Clu- level. Well, Clueless helped me navigate it. Yes. Um, <clears throat> because the thing with basically every... And this is why we don't bring her up... Well, there's probably a lot of reasons we don't do a lot of Jane Austen on here. One, yeah. kind of what you would expect from this podcast. And <laughs> right. I don't want to give it to you. Um, <laughs> but every time I watch a Jane Austen adaptation, with the notable exception of uh, Clueless... Right. I don't know who the hell anyone is. The names. Sweetheart. And in this Give one. Give me a first name. In this one. That's not Elizabeth. Miss Taylor and Miss, what's her name, are the same thing. They keep calling her, oh God, she gets married at the beginning. It's Gemma Whalen's character. Oh, but yeah. Mi- Emma's dad keeps Will calling her Miss Taylor. Will she character? No. No. She simply refuses. And you know what? I don't blame her. Yeah. All right. Yeah. She was, man. What a when, cast too. When is Gentleman Jack coming back? Uh, <clears throat> I'm worried it won't at this point. You know. I know. I am too. <sighs> well, she's um, Ms. Saran Jones is actually truly a delight in Doctor Foster. Okay. Okay. Um, we haven't gotten to season two yet because my husband is not interested. Uh, and Saran just, Jones? Just, no, he just heard that season two isn't as good as season one. But I'm like, oh. you know, there's only one way to find out. I was like, is she too young for him? Uh, Saran Jones might be too young for Craig. <laughs> um, and that's fair. I love her. I think that she's cool as hell. Yeah, her whole thing is Her on. whole thing is on. Uh, Gemma Whalen, though, I mean, bless her heart. Every time I see her, she's got like a... They they don't... I would like to see her get to shine. Yeah. Because I think she actually is pretty. <laughs> no, she's pretty. She lo- oh, she looks like a cousin of ours. Yeah, yeah. Um, not they, like a specific. Co- we have one, and that's not her. But like, no, she looks like she, she could she's be. a round faced queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Gentleman Jack, though the the hair they give her is just it's a hate crime. It's like, what did she do? Right. Who did who, who, who did, she, did she spit in? Well, and then like this is around that same period, right? When does Gentleman Jack take place? Um, it's a little bit earlier than this. Right? Gentleman Jack is like. Uh, 1820s, I think. Okay, so just like maybe a little around here. Yeah, recency. Not, not yeah. Um, the the okay. So obviously this is an adaptation of the Jane Austen mm-hmm. uh, novel Emma about uh, the titular Emma Emma Woodhouse Woodhouse, who is like a classic uh, meddler. Yeah, she loves to arrange uh, relationships, which frankly 
what the hell else is she supposed to do? No, dude, totally. They're like, oh, that, that Emma, she's just bored. And I'm like, I, wouldn't you be? I mean, if you're an extrovert and you live in a tiny country town. Sure. What do you do? Why not be a matchmaker? Apparently, Jane Austen... She should have charged for it. Uh, f- frankly, mm-hmm. monetize, honey. Jane Austen did not think anyone would like this character. And I'm like, <laughs> I love her. <laughs> oh, well, she's she's a Gemini. Oh, classic Gemini. Yeah. And there are a couple of times in this, obviously, where it's like, ooh, that was a bad look. But it's like, I saw some tweet when this came out that was like, I love Emma because the highest stakes thing that happens is that she says something nasty to someone and regrets it for half an hour in oh, the yeah. movie. And it's like, true. I mean, and honestly, when she says it, I'm like, oh, friggin' finally. Like, this woman is... She is a little insufferable. She's insufferable. And, like, bless Miranda Hart for playing that with so much, like, heart. Yeah. <laughs> um... I anyway, mean, so I guess we should say the plot, right? Uh, sure. I'm gonna There's you, you take it away because well, I really don't ever know until things start happening. Well, um, I mean, as you said, she likes to match make her. The movie starts with her um, governess getting married slash like teacher, and I don't know if they. Her mom has died, I think, when she and her sister were young because she's like not really mentioned much. But Miss um, Taylor gets married to a rich. Um, older guy who's got a son named um Knightley. No. What's the guy? Churchill. Frank Churchill. Okay. But that's not his last name. So I wonder why Frank Churchill's last name is different. See, this is the shit that confuses Things me. Things I don't get. You're right. Um, I, I feel genuinely stupid every time no, I take I know. on a Jane Austen text. And the thing that's annoying about it is, like, it's not even that good. It's just, like... Do you, do you ever you have f- this feeling when you start... I mean, maybe this is just me, but sometimes I'm like, I don't want to watch a movie that I don't know all the stuff about before I go into it. Like, I want to know a lot of things. There's a learning curve that's too high. In most movies. Like, I don't... Like, action movies stress me out because I'm like, they action. threw too many names at me. I don't even know. Action movies are garbage. I just don't think they're for me. They're just garbage. I've got to stop trying. Um, so, anyways, our boy Bill Nye plays Emma's dad. Love oh my him. goodness! So Love happy to him. see him. He's hypochondriacal. Little, little like oomph in his hair. Oh, it's cute. Know? He's so cute. He's great. Um, he is super hypochondriacal, super protective of Emma. He, she has an older sister named Isabella who is also hypochondriacal. And in this one, I don't know if they ever make the connection for you, but in the Gwyneth Paltrow one, they do. Isabella married Mr. Knightley's brother. Okay. So their siblings are married. Um, which is a weird choice, but whatever. Um, so, yeah, the cast of characters in this is incredible. It's a lot of people in this, like, kind of cute little town. Um, Miranda Hart plays Miss Bates, who is an older spinster, to use a term from the period, but an older woman, middle-aged woman, who lives with her very, very, very old mom. Um, and Emma is Anya Taylor-Joy. Um, and uh, what's her face? Mia Goth. Yeah, Harriet Smith. You and I thought about Mia Goth recently because you were just like on something about her eyebrows. Was I? Oh yeah, I think and she's cool. You're like, I don't get why she doesn't have eyebrows, and I, I don't know why I decided to jump into the fray. I have no dog in that fight, <laughs> but I was like, actually, why don't you go like to hell? Was this <laughs> recently? I don't it was remember. Like last this. year, so I was like, clearly, I was bored. Yeah, <laughs> my schedule was light that I engaged. So in it that turns out all. she just like has imperceptibly light eyebrows like by nature she, i thought she was bleaching them i thought that was like an, an actual choice no that's like her, oh that's, that's probably what you're her eyebrows about. are like white blonde and i um, always confuse her with adele ex uh Exarchopoulos. Exarchopoulos? bless you um 
it's she's uh, the star of Blue is the Warmest Color, uh, opposite Leia Seydoux. Oh, okay. I never saw that. I would not read too much into that mistake that I constantly make. No. Uh, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, she looks quite a bit like her. You should look it up. Um, okay, uh, interesting. Um, we, we see Johnny Flynn's butt in this movie pretty Bare early. ass. They first, said, way, first thing they see. They said a little something for the girls. <laughs> this is the female gaze right here. Uh, it really, it is. You know. But you know what's more than his ass is his house. His that, house is That great. is the female gaze for me. I like the mutton chops on him too. I do too. Um, here's the thing about Johnny Flynn. Mm-hmm. He makes me feel 17 again. <laughs> I remember I, you getting that way about what's that dude that was in a single man and you were like, I haven't felt like this. Oh, the extremely gay John Cordoharena? <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> you were so funny because you would like... I had like a conniption fit like truly physically. In, you were like, what? In the theater. I was genuinely offended that anyone could look that good. It's, it is ridiculous. It, well, the thing about the... it's I don't have that kind of like physical reaction to Johnny no, Flynn. No, no. It's just more like I, if he were at school I would absolutely have such a huge crush no on him no question no question but, and I would look past the fact that his teeth are kind of yeah know. yeah um British Br- British <laughs> why don't I offend everyone well he's actually uh, South African right so I don't he doesn't have an excuse for this. well they're 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 from the British colonies they're South Af- South Africa yes. are they in the Commonwealth um, it was for at least for a long time. Okay, interesting. Um, I didn't think they still were. Uh, probably not any longer. Okay. But he's a white person from South Africa, so you kind of get what I'm saying, right? right. Yeah. Which also, um, I'm like, ooh. Right. <laughs> and I also always forget in Jerome, Jerome, Flynn. Jerome Flynn is his yeah. uh, half-brother. I know. I'm like, man, I wonder if he's ever met our girl, Cersei. What's her name? Um... I love her. Why can't I remember her name? I can't either, and I love her. Why am I forgetting oh, her name? Oh, she's so hot. She's incredibly hot. Uh, you know what movie we should watch? And I don't think you've ever seen it. Um, it was Possession with Gwyneth Paltrow. No, and, I haven't. Um, uh, Lena Headey. Lena Headey. She's in that, and she plays... She's a fine wine. I've seen her in her 20s, and it's fine. Yeah, but she like, was cute. Yeah, she was cute. She plays um, Jennifer... God, why am I forgetting everyone's names tonight? Do you know the Jennifer, the Jennifer from the six hour long Pride and Prejudice? Yeah, I know the Jennifer. That dated Colin Firth. What was her name? Jennifer Ale. She and Jennifer Ale. You love Jennifer Ale. I do. They play lovers, but Jennifer Ale is also lovers. She and Jennifer Ale play lovers. mm -hmm. I'm in! In the 19th century, but Jennifer Ale's character is also having an affair with Jeremy. No, not Jeremy. Jerome Flynn? No. Um, the guy that played Mr. Knightley in the Gwyneth Paltrow, Emma. Oh, I never remember. Jeremy. Is it Jeremy? Oh, God. yeah. Okay. That guy has uh, the energy. He's got that, like, um, Why do I forget energy? <laughs> I'm forgetting everyone's names well, tonight. Thank you guys for tuning in to Two Sisters <laughs> Say Names. 2021 is, like, it's, I gotta shake off the dust in the, Jeremy Northam. Jeremy yeah, Northam. Yeah, Gosford Park, too. And then um, Aaron Eckhart and Gwyneth Paltrow are in the present day. You need to stop day. saying words. <laughs> Solving the mystery. Okay. It's very, very entertaining. What a time when um, Aaron Eckhart was uh, one of our leading men before we decided to jettison him to God knows where. What happened to him? I don't understand. He could have ruled the world. (laughs) 
He really could have. He could have had it all. But, but instead, um, we're talking about Johnny Flynn. Your hair being pushed forward. <laughs> but can, can you see it? <laughs> no, but I was wondering if you would ever say anything. Uh, yeah, because you look like Janice the Muppet right now. Or like Rolf, more like. Like, it's like Rolf ears. Yeah. Um, okay. It's off my neck. No, I mean, I'm happy for you. <laughs> so I guess the thing is, is that she keeps trying to make matches. And then, like, the Thai character... Um, and it's I, Harriet Smith. Harriet Smith, uh, otherwise known as the Ty character. No, not, not Ty. She's, um... Brittany Murphy. Yeah, Ty. You're right, yeah. it's Ty. Yeah, I never had straight friends before. Um, she... Thank you. Uh, she is, you know, lusting after the Travis the Skateboarder character. From Sex Education. Yes. Oh, well... But okay. in his name... The double duty here. Yeah. Robert Martin. Robert Martin in the movie. Sorry, I'm just trying to make it easier for yes. me yes. by telling you who they are and when, <laughs> when you said that, the skater character, though, I went to the bad boy from Sex Education. I was like, well, I don't it, think he was really a skater, it, but he was oh, a bad boy. No, Travis the skater. Yeah. yeah. Marvin the Washington. Yeah. Um, and, but then Cher, a.k.a. Emma, is like, <laughs> is, this, is this helping it. or is this making it worse? I don't know. Um, I'm not the listener. To be if clear, it's helpful for you. Folks, I am extremely sober, too, so uh, I, there's no excuse. Um, so she, she scuttles it. It's a great word. Scuttles it. Which, that is, that's the first moment that I'm like, badly, badly done, Emma. That's, like, not nice. Because yeah, he's just, a nice guy. Yeah, but she's like, you can do better. And so she tries to hook him up with Mr. Elton, mm-hmm. who is uh, Elton in the movie, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, in the movie Clueless. Clueless. Um, but in this here, Emma is played by uh, Charles, o- or sorry, Josh O'Connor, Prince Charles himself from The Crown. Yes, and he has a little something something here. Yeah, he is cute. He is actually there's, cute. There's, there's a handsomeness. That's there. the thing. He was kind casting for The Crown. Uh, most of it's kind casting. This is true. I actually can't think of anybody that they did not flatter. Uh, Diana. They could have done Diana. I mean, she's not, cute. It's not that Emma Corbin did anything. Is, is it Corbin? Yeah. Emma yeah. Corbin did anything. She's great. She's, she's just very just a, young. It's just also that like Diana was also hot, so that's she's not like a hot. clear favor to right, me. Exactly. The way everything else is. Exactly. Um, but anyway, so Elton is a jerk, and Knightley tells Emma that. Yeah, he's like he's like this is not the choice. Like in the locker room, he's disgusting. He really does word it like in the locker room. He's like in when only men are present, and I'm like, where is this happening? Do you guys have like a polo club or something? Oh, probably like all the time. But he also Elton, in addition to being a total turd, repeats himself over and over again about like every time the subject of Frank Churchill comes up in polite society, which Frank Churchill being Miss Taylor's stepson <clears throat> he's always like oh he lives with his aunt and uncle in what i hear is the finest house in yorkshire and he's going to inherit it and it's like yeah shut up and like at the christmas dinner he starts to say it again and then everybody's like okay yeah we've heard this before and yeah. like, he stops himself but um uh so um, I, I'm like I keep being torn between like wanting to talk about plot and then also wanting to talk about like aesthetics. So I guess let's just blow through the blow, plot. Yeah, because I, I, I explain it to me because even when I was watching it, I was like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. So Mr. Elton comes on to Emma at like after the Christmas dinner, um, and she at that what is that guy's name, Miss Emma. The the house the Miss Taylor's husband um, 
Mr. Weston. Mr. Weston. Yeah. So Miss Taylor is Gemma Whalen. She marries a rich man named Mr. Weston. Okay. Very sweet older man. And so, anyways, they all have this beautiful Christmas dinner at which Emma wears the most gorgeous dress. This is the second time that we see her expecting to meet Frank Churchill. The first was with the first was the Weston's wedding. She's heard a lot about him. She knows he's rich. She knows he's supposed to be charming. And she keeps talking about him like she just knows that they are going to, like, mm-hmm. hit it off. And um, clearly, Mr. Knightley does not care for him because he's like, if he wanted to be here, he would be here. Which I'm like, okay. All right. Yeah, fair. Because um, he blows off his dad's wedding, and then he blows off Christmas with them. And um, so after that party, so this is kind of like the party in the valley, the Christmas party in the valley, and Clueless. Um, somehow Emma and Mr. Elton end up in a carriage alone, Elton and Cher alone in the car. Yes. And he comes on to her, and she's like, you must have grossly misunderstood me. And he's like, uh, what do you mean? And she's like, I thought you were into Harriet. Like, you told me that you were going to go, like frame this portrait I made of her, hung Ty's mm-hmm. picture in your locker. And she, he's like, no, that was because you painted it. And so, which, that's a stretch in the movie, it, in Clueless, when oh, she's yeah. like, um, he's like, I hung it because you took the picture. And it's like, okay, but like, it is a picture of Ty. Right, and also no teen boy thinks like that. No. I mean, Anyways, far truly. Far for me to try to make windows into their souls, but I've said this before, that no teen boy deserves any teen girl. Ever. Period. Oh, well, I mean, like, in the sense that no human deserves any other human. Like, that's, of course, true. But, like, the energy that teen girls bring to things is, like, always. So pure and so, like, wholehearted. I'm rooting for teen girls. Yes, but also it's like they're going to remember like every little thing that you've ever done. Uh And like teen boys are like, oh, shit, I forgot about prom. Yep. Like, you know, it's just. It's a bit. (laughs) Anyway, so she's like, no, Mr. Olden, I'm like not into you. I was trying to hook you up with Harriet. So he leaves town for a while. Emma has to go tell Harriet, I'm so sorry. I misread the situation. I had you turn down Mr. Robert Martin, even though you clearly liked him, because I thought I could hook you up with Mr. Elton. He actually had his sights set on me, my bad. And Harriet's like, it's okay. I like was delusional to think he would have liked me, whatever. And like has her little period of being sad. And then uh, Mr. Elton comes back and is married to the kooky girl from Sex Education. Yes. And we love her. Uh, and you know what? She played bitch pretty well here. She is really good at playing a bitch. I was surprised by that because she's such a space case. Yes. And, um, and like, the thing that I love about this character, and Juliette Stevenson plays her in the Emma, the Gwyneth Paltrow one, which I'm sure she's been in other movies we've watched, but she's, like, so great, too. Mm-hmm. This is such a specific kind of person. Yeah. And... It's like somebody who acts overly familiar with someone they don't actually know that well as a way of social climbing. And it's just like, it's just like annoying and it's like unctuous. It's unctuous. And that's like what Mrs. Elton is like. So she keeps like kind of uh, ingratiating or trying to ingratiate herself to Mr. Knightley, who's like really, he can see right through her. Um, And then there's like a big party. Uh, Frank Churchill actually does show up finally. Um, and Emma does indeed like him. Where have I seen that guy before? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Okay. He did look familiar to me, but I'm not sure. He was kind of cute, right? Yeah, he was kind of cute. Um, he's not as cute as, uh, as Mr. Knightley. No, 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 no. In the Gwyneth Paltrow one, this is played by, um, Ewan McGregor. 
Oh, it would be the, we the silliest him. wig you've ever seen. Such too. a silly wig, but he is so good at playing that part of like he he does have immediate like really friendly chemistry with Emma and yes. like comes across as like very he's like very genial and she's like, Oh my gosh, like there's somebody bright and cheerful in town. Also at the same time, Jane Fairfax comes to town, which is Miss Miss Bates won't stop talking about Miss Bates is what's their relation niece, anyway? Oh, I that's think. I guess so. And Miss Bates just will not shut up about her. Like she's very annoying. There is no clear Miss Bates character in Clueless, to my knowledge. I think that teacher is maybe sort of supposed to be it. Yeah. I and think that's I think also it's supposed to be like Miss Taylor. Probably a good thing that there isn't. Yeah. Um so Emma's like, oh god, Jane Fairfax, and then they have like, there's like some weird party. Jane Fairfax shows Emma up because Emma's like kind of a dilettante, which I appreciate about her. Like she's not that good at anything. She just kind of like likes to paint and she can sing a little bit. And so she like right. sings at this party, and then Jane Fairfax is like, oh, I'm not that great. Like don't make me sing. And then she like blows everybody's tits off. And um, anyways, uh, they have this ball and. Mr. Elton's rude to Harriet, and... Knightley is very wonderful about handling it. Knightley is so sweet, like, swoops in and dances with her, which is when Josh dances with Ty mm-hmm. at that party. And he and Emma have a sweet moment at that party that's kind of like... I don't know. It's just kind of like you like, oh, they're going to get together. Yeah. And then what happens from here? Um, well, I think Knightley proposes to her and she's like, oh, shit. Like, I think oh, I had my t- friend. Yes. Harriet had gotten into you, too. Um, oh, in here somewhere, they do take a tour of Mr. Knightley's house. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Honey, AD, Architectural Digest. Sign me up. Um, um, yeah. So he, she's like, oh, shit, I can't marry you. She gets a nosebleed. And then, Which is so stark looking in the cinematography. I know. It's like, yikes. It's yikes. Like blood in a glass of milk. And so she goes and tells Harriet once again, like, I'm so sorry, I screwed things up. And then Harriet's like, disappears for a little while and then comes back and is like, listen, please don't be disappointed in me, but like, I agreed to marry Robert Martin. And she's like, no, that's like what you should have done in the first place. Everybody's happy in the end. Yeah. Robert and Harriet get married. Emma and Mr. Knightley get married, and uh, he agrees to live with her and her dad at their house. Stupid. Instead of his gorgeous mansion. (laughs) Because her dad, bless him, is like, there's a scene where her sister is leaving town with her, like, three kids, and they're all, like, annoying and loud and crying. And he gets kind of sad, and he's like, I wish she wouldn't leave me. And then he tells Emma, like, please don't ever leave me. And she's like, oh, I would never do that. There is one interesting line, too, where um, Harriet asks Emma, like, why is it that you're trying to, like, help other people get married, but why aren't you getting married? And she was like, oh, I don't have any of the normal inducements to marry. And I was Hmm. like, damn. If you were, like, a rich girl, there was no reason for you to have to. Oh, yeah, like, why would you? Um, Man, okay, one thing I will say is I really like the music in this movie a lot. So good, yeah, that kind of kooky, like... um, The hymns. Yeah, hymns, yeah. Um, There's, like, it was, like, an English folk singer in her 60s who did most of it. Really? And then, of course, the song at the very end by Johnny Flynn. Um, Now, when I found out that he sang as well... Courtney played his music for us. that's the first time I heard it, and she was like, oh, yeah, this is the guy from Lovesick, and I was like, excuse me? Yeah, I have a fond memory of sitting in that apartment listening to that music. Um, That was the mood. It was the vibe. It's funny that that, that trip was um, in April, but it felt like fall in my mind. It was so cold. 
It was very chilly, mm-hmm. and her apartment was so nice and warm, and she was playing that music, and I was like, oh, it's so cozy. Oh, yeah, I loved it. Um, okay, so this was directed by Autumn DeWild. Yeah. It was her first movie that she's directed. You okay. You know her from having photographed uh, essentially every musician that you were into in the early aughts. Really? Do a quick Google Autumn Autumn DeWild photography. You'll see, like, some Jenny Lewis photos, all these things. I remember the photography hipster girls when I was coming up. On MySpace. Loved them some Autumn well, DeWild. you know, she's got a cool look. No, she does. She totally, like, informed an aesthetic for a long time for, like, the Urban Outfitter set. Yeah. Gosh, I um, see that. Isabel Waller-Bridge to the music. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. And then... She spells it Isobel. I like that spelling. I do, too. Yeah. Uh, Carson Ellis did the art for the album. Oh, of course. So anthropology is found dead in a ditch. Clearly. Well, in the set design, sweetie. I was like, this is, I loved the like airy pastels of Emma's house. And, oh, yeah. And of Highbury. Is that where Mr. Knightley lives? I, girl, I don't know the people's names. You think I can tell you the (laughs) the names of the houses? The little like interstitials where it just says like spring, summer. I just, I love the look of this movie. Yeah. I think it's so pretty. Oh, she photographed. She did those um, photos of Kirsten Dunst, I think, for... Um, yes, I remember those. The ones where she showed that she was pregnant that for um, the Rodart, Rodarte. Yeah, Autumn Dwell, I think, did a lot of things with Rodarte. The, oh. Those poor GD Rodartes. Uh, That's all I can think when I hear the name Rodarte. What is that from? It's from the September issue, and Grace has tried to get the Rodarte... Like, try to get them included in, like, a Watch major it. photo. And um, Anna keeps, like, nixing those pictures. Oh, no. Oh, GD. Good rotates. <laughs> Man. Uh, that's funny to me. Anyways, I dig this movie. I think it's really pretty. I actually bought it when it came out. Um, so I have it to watch whenever I, whenever I please. Because it's just one of those where it's, like, I can get lost in the, like, mood of it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, I have some suggestions based off of things that are on um, Netflix. Okay, I'm ready. Uh, and our period pieces. Um, this one's a very light period, Into the Wild. I've never seen it. That would be a good one to watch. Craig Is it and I depressing? Actually, uh, yeah, but it's good. But I, it's pretty. <laughs> Craig okay. and I watched Wild um, on Saturday oh. night with Reese with her spouse. Not to be confused with the wild we did for our first episode. Correct. But <laughs> wild is Oscar also wild. a period piece. It's set in the mid nineties. Oh, is it? Yeah, they don't they're they're a little, you know, um opaque with that. So that's an option. Okay. Um we also have um Oh, we have, like, a lot of options here, if I'm being honest with you. Uh, there's The Trial of the Chicago 7. Oh, I haven't seen that. Me neither. I would like to watch that. Well, then let's do that okay. one. Okay. Let's let's hit that one. All right. Um, this is a pretty short little episode. Yeah, and you know it's good? Because I really have to pee. Succinct. Okay. <laughs> well, folks, we will um, see you next week with The Trial of the Chicago 7. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.